Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This is episode 2, The 6 Pillars of a Personal Brand. Hello and welcome to the Erin May Henry Show. I am your host, mentor, and friend Erin, and I'm here to teach you how to show up and feel confident to be unapologetically yourself and get paid for it. This podcast is all about personal branding, and we dive deep into topics such as mindset, growing a global community, social media marketing, and building your online empire. If this is our first time meeting, then welcome my beautiful friend. I am so incredibly excited to have you here. When I'm not podcasting, you can usually find me on my YouTube channel, all about business and mindset, hanging with my community in the May Collective Facebook group, or of course, drinking a wine somewhere down in sunny Australia all of which you are totally welcome to join me. If you're ready to shake things up and step up to the plate as the game changer that you were created to be, then this is the podcast for you. So let's jump in to today's episode. Hello, 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 and welcome officially to episode two of the Erin May Henry Show. If I am welcoming you back, welcome back, my dear. I am so excited to see you here once again. And of course, if this is the first episode that you are listening to, then welcome. You are in for an absolute treat today. Now, what I wanted to do for this episode was I wanted to kind of dive deep into the crucial pillars, elements, laws. I really don't know what to call it, to be honest, but I really wanted to take you through all of the things that really make up, make or break essentially a profitable and memorable personal brand. As I prefaced in the first episode, episode. This podcast is going to be all about personal branding. We're going to dive deep, of course, into topics such as mindset and business and everything in between. But at the core of all of that, at the core of your success with both your your mindset and your business, it's you and you are your personal brand. So that is what I want to dive deep into within this podcast. And I want to give you the six things that you really need to be considering with your personal brand if you are going to have success specifically in the online space. Now, this is transferable. You, of course, will have success in a career, as an influencer, or really anything else you're trying to apply yourself to with these tips, but it's going to apply mostly to those who really are trying to position themselves as a thought leader of some sort so they can build their influence online, their income online, and ultimately an empire to match their vision. So targeting you entrepreneurs, listen up. This is going to be the episode for you. I'm so excited to jump into these. Now, as always, make sure you do have a pen and paper if you are not driving or in the bath. Make sure you can take some notes. And if you cannot, then obviously come back to this episode because the best ideas happen when you are in that immersed state, when we're here, when we're learning together. So anything that you do think about that you can apply to your own personal brand or to your own business, then make sure you do not miss out on that million million dollar idea and you write that shit down, basically. (laughs) All right. So I am pretty much going to jump straight in. So as I said, there are really six pillars that are going to establish you 
as a thought leader in the industry that you have chosen. And they're really going to allow you to market yourself as the go-to person for something specific. And I'm going to give you an overview of what these six pillars are. And then what we're going to do is actually dive deep into each of the individual pillars. And I'm going to give you some ideas about how you can go about making sure you have these pillars in place, making sure you have these foundations in place so that you can actually start going out there and marketing yourself as this profitable personal brand and attracting more success to yourself. So the first pillar is specialization. The next is leadership. The third is personality. Obviously, that was going to be in there. The fourth is distinctiveness. The fifth is visibility. And the sixth is persistence. That's where we're going to get real chatty and have a little bit of a hard talk about what you really need to do if you want to have the success that you are dreaming of. So the first pillar, specialization. Now, You're going to have heard this pillar called so many different things in your journey of entrepreneurship or influencing or social media marketing or whatever it is that you do. Basically, specialization is your genius zone, your niche. It's something that I am in a future episode going to dive more deep into learning about and teaching you exactly how to find your specialization. But really, at the end of the day, what specialization is, is it's just something that you can be known for. Now, I speak to a lot of females and always the thing that comes up when we start talking about your genius zone or your specialization or your niche is the multi-passionate discussion. At the end of the day, if you want to be known, it doesn't matter how many passions that you have that make you up to be this beautiful multi-dimensional human being. If you want to be known, if you want to cement your place within the market, you have to just choose something that you can be front of mind for. You have to just choose something that you can immerse yourself in. You have to choose something that you can have people coming to you or thinking about you saying, yes, she's the go-to person or he's the go-to person for this particular topic. You know, often people want to position themselves in so many different places. But at the end of the day, if you're trying to be everything to everyone, if you're trying to be an expert at everything, you really are going to run yourself thin. You're going to wear yourself thin and you're really just not having the impact that you could because you're just not focused and you're not you don't have focused energy in a particular area and people don't really know specifically what it is that you do. A really really great analogy that I heard to for you to understand how important specialization is is you know maybe when you were younger maybe you still do it now maybe you're a bit of a pyro I don't know but you know having a micro, mi- microphone no not a microphone a magnifying glass if you had a magnifying glass and you were trying to ignite a fire using the sun you wouldn't walk around holding that magnifying glass over a whole bunch of different things just walking around waving it in the air putting it against the wall putting it on the ground putting it over here putting it under your armpit you wouldn't do that if you really really wanted to ignite a flame if you really wanted to have that spark to create that fire, you would have to hold that magnifying glass in the exact same spot for a period of time. You would have to, without moving, hold that in the exact same spot, focus that energy from the sun through that magnifying glass to that one spot. That is the only way to really be able to ignite that fire. That is very much 
the reason why, a great analogy and the reason why it's so important for you to choose a topic, choose your genius zone, have that one sustainable interest that you can just master, you can focus all of your energy, you can obsess about, you can really just become that go-to person for that one specific thing. Now, again, on the defense of the multi-passionate, it doesn't mean just because you've chosen one specific thing that you're going to speak about that you can never speak about anything else ever again. It doesn't mean that you need to be, you know, someone who basically the only thing that they're allowed to say is going to pertain to this specialization, this niche or this genius zone. That's not what it's about. It's about sharing your message, your story, your services, your products, your business, the way in which you can help people around this specialization, and then using your personal brand to show up and show all of the other edges that you have to further align with your target audience. You know, say for example, you were a health coach and your specialization was fertility, and you were really wanting to help mothers who were struggling to have babies or, you know, partners who were struggling to get pregnant and you really wanted to help them change their lifestyle. You really wanted to give them the alternate options that they could go down. That was your specialization. Does it mean that you can't talk about nutrition? Does it mean that you can't talk about travel? Does it mean that you can't talk about being a parent yourself? Does it mean that you can't talk about your favorite shows on Netflix? Absolutely not. All of those little minute details, all of those other areas that you want to talk about, there are what's going to make the people within your target market who also love travel, who also love, you know, Mad Men or Black Mirror on Netflix say, hmm, I see myself in her shoes. We're very alike. She's been through what I've been through. She's going to be the one to help me. She's the one that I'm going to trust with my life, with my credit card with my money, with my investment, with my time, because she's like me, but she's got this one specific thing that I know that she's put her, you know, her life into mastering and she's going to be able to create results for me. It's really important that you really, really do what's necessary when it comes to choosing a specialization. As I said, in a future episode, if you are watching this in the future, that might already be out, but there is going to be an episode where we dive deep more into how do you go about choosing that niche, that genius zone, that specialization, that sustainable interest. I use all of these things so interchangeably. I just want to kind of set you up for the fact that there is going to be a lot of terms for the fact of when I talk about specialization. But another really great way, I guess, a kind of introduction into really how you go about this specialization. And this is one thing that I love to um, an exercise that I love to do with my clients and my friends when I'm really trying to help them to nail down their specialization, their sustainable interest. It's you got to think about it. Okay, so if you were going to be interviewed for the Today Show or if you were going to be featured in a book that highlighted amazing entrepreneurs throughout history, what would the line, that one little line that goes below your name say? You know, if you were on the Today Show, you were standing there, you were being interviewed, there would be the lower thirds, the title at the bottom of the screen telling the world who you are. There would be your name. And then below that, there would be something. There would be a title. There would be a sentence describing who you are and what you do. You really want to think about what that would say for you. You know, for me, I have evolved over time. And I think now I've gotten to a point in my career that I am really, really happy with what mine would say. I would absolutely love mine to say, you know, online creator and personal branding mentor. I 
really just like that. It feels good to me. And that sums up specifically what I do. I am creating constantly online through the YouTube channel, the podcast and all of the social media channels. But at the end of the day, I'm really here to mentor people and to help them grow their personal brand. You know, another really good way to think about it, think about it is if you were going to be interviewed for someone's podcast, if you were going to be interviewed for a blog in a magazine and they were looking for an expert, what would you be expert in? Now, I say expert loosely because I think it kind of gives people the wrong idea that you need to be like a professional expert, like doctor, lawyer style. That's not what we say when we're talking, when we're referring to expert, we just mean someone who knows a lot about a particular subject and can create results for people. So if you were going to be interviewed and they were going to call you an expert, what would they be calling you an expert in? The first pillar is you really, really need to nail down that specialization. You need to know without confusion for yourself and then for your audience as well. What are you going to be known for? What are you going to be remembered for? What is your legacy? Sorry, that gets me really excited. But like, what mark do you want to leave on the world, really? Which actually brings me to the next pillar, which is leadership. And again, this is kind of a hefty word because I think that it gives people the misconception that you need to be in some type of managerial role, CEO or, you know, a founder or some type of, you know, basically high level position when we talk about leadership, but that's absolutely not the case. When we talk about leadership, all we mean is leading people. And that doesn't mean that you need to be 15 years ahead of them. It doesn't mean mean that you need to be 10 years ahead of them. It just means that you need to be ahead of them. And the way in which you do that is by mastering your skills. So I see too many people, yes, they might have nailed down the specialization part of their personal brand, but they are not dedicated to learning and immersing themselves in all of the information that is available relating to that specialization. When you are choosing the sustainable interest, the niche, the genius zone specialization, when you are going about choosing that, you have to ask yourself the question, am I willing to learn about this for the rest, you know, every single day for the rest of my life? Am I willing to obsess about this? Am I willing to answer the same question about this topic over and 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 over again? Honestly, you have to be willing to be so immersed in whatever your specialization is, whatever your topic is, that you are fine with the fact that you are going to be learning everything you possibly can about it, talking about it for the rest of your life pretty much, or, you know, for a long time, and that it is really going to consume so much of who you are. If you really want to be known for something, if you really want to have that kind of Gary Vaynerchuk, Oprah, Marie Folio style impact in the online space, you have to be willing to obsess. And that's not the best word to use, but um, I actually heard in an interview between Tom Bailey and my mind has gone absolutely blank. Oh my God. I love him. Brendan Bachard. Why did I forget that name? It's the best alliteration ever. Um, but I heard in an interview, Brendan basically saying, you know, not a lot of people are willing to use the O word. You know, no one wants to say we need to obsess about something when you, when you're passionate about something, it's like, Oh yeah, that's really amazing. It's like when you're obsessed, it's like, "Mm, might need to take a little bit of a step back. But at the end of the day, if you really took the time to study the people that are making a huge impact in their field, they have obsessed about their particular specialization. They have obsessed about finding answers and giving people the tools that they need to, you know, really 
make changes in their life or to progress in their life in whatever area they want to speak about. So in terms of leadership, at the end of the day, you just have to have all of the relevant information that you need to be able to lead someone from one position to another. It doesn't mean that you need to be in any type of seniority position at all. All you need to do is be able to lead people. And the best way in which you're going to be able to do that is to fully obsess about your topic. And this is why it's really important when you are going to choose that specialization that you can ask yourself a question and answer with complete honesty. Yes, this is something that I'm willing to think about, talk about, read about, learn about for the rest of my life. All right, so you have chosen your niche. You've chosen your genius zone. You are ready to read every single book the library has to offer. What comes next? The third pillar of a memorable and profitable personal brand. It is, drumroll, it's you. (laughs) How exciting. Did you think you were going to get through a pillars of a personal brand without talking about the wonderful, fabulous new you? Of course not, right? (laughs) You, you are the pillar. You and your personality is the best differentiating factor that you have available to you in business. It is, you cannot be, you know, blind to the fact that this entrepreneurial space, particularly those who want to be influencers, those that want to have an impact online with an online business of sorts, specifically in the, you know, service area, you want to be a coach, you want to be a mentor, you want to be a photographer, you want to be any type of freelancer. You cannot be blind to the fact that this space is extremely saturated You know, I love all of the quotes that say there's plenty of room at the table and there's enough success for everyone, la-di-da-di-da. I love all of those and I so firmly believe in those. And when you really think about manifestation and the law of attraction, you know, you really need to be thinking that there is enough success for everyone and there is. But at the end of the day, along with the laws of attraction, there is also the laws of economics and the laws of economics to say that demand and supply must always be equal. There needs to be an equilibrium between them. And in this oversaturated space, there will one day come a point where there is just too many people and not enough customers. It happens. If you really want to stand out, it's it's not happened yet, but I just, I just want to backtrack and say that's not happening yet. And I don't think it's any, going to happen anytime soon. There is absolutely still so much business in this entrepreneurial online space. There are so many opportunities. There are so many amazing, you know, ways in which you can really market yourself and make money online. So please don't take that as something to be scared of or anything. Like I probably said that a little too dramatically, like trying to be all that scar from the Lion King over here. But at the end of the day, I'm just saying that more and more people are coming into this online space. More and more people have access to the internet and that's growing each and every single day and there is going to be more competition. And you really, really need to consider what is your competitive advantage. You really, really need to do a, you know, Porter's five forces on yourself and your business and really, really understand what is going to make you stand out. And I can tell you right now, it's you. You are your own competitive advantage because there are hundreds, if not thousands of people who can do the same things as you can do, but nobody is you. Nobody has the same opinions as you. No one has the same perspective as you. No one can deliver information in the same way that you can. No one can speak the way that you do. Nobody can teach the way that you do. I don't know if I already said that, but that one's super important. 
specifically for you online service entrepreneurs. No one can take photos the way that you do. No one can graphic design the way that you do with your you know, intense passion. At the end of the day, you are so incredibly unique. Your personality and the way in which you show up is the only thing that is really going to cement those opportunities to find those clients, to build that business differently to the way in which everybody else is doing it. You really have to be super, super, super self-aware of exactly who you are. And one thing I will say is I know firsthand it is so easy to be influenced by what everybody else is doing. I myself at times have found myself gravitating towards the way that other people show up essentially And what I found is that every single time that has happened, my engagement has dropped, my growth has stagnated. And when I just come back into my own Erin May Henry shoes, you know, the glitter jacket wearing, red hot chili peppers loving, loud, gyrating hands, as people like to call it, person that I am, you know, everything goes back to the up and up. So understanding exactly who you are and really being able to show up as the youest version of you that you could possibly can. You know, a really great way I love to explain this is, you know, the version of you who loses track of time. So I don't know if you're, you know, whatever you are interested in, maybe it's playing the piano, maybe it's sitting around with your family, having a drink, maybe it's nature walking, maybe it's having sex, maybe it is playing with your puppy, maybe it is, you know, going shopping, maybe it's watching a movie. I don't know, whatever you're interested in and whatever the version of you that you are when you're hysterically laughing, you're losing track of time, you're able to speak with 100% confidence, you are just so relaxed into life and you don't feel any societal pressure or you know influence from anything else. You're just exactly feeling into that space of I am exactly who I need to be and I'm exactly where I need to be. That version of you is the version that is going to make you stand out online. And you have to be so freaking self-aware to really, really come to know exactly who that person is. Again, I'm not blind to the fact that we are all so heavily influenced because we're so heavily stimulated. You know, we see so many messages. We see so much stimuli online. We are, you know, constantly involving ourselves in other people's lives, specifically with people we don't know from the other side of the world. It's hard not to have some level of influence. You know, you really need to be like the tin man if you can like fully guard yourself from that stuff. But, you know, You've got to work at knowing exactly who you are, what makes you you, what makes you unique, what makes you happy, what makes you smile, what makes you hysterically laugh, what makes you stand out, what is your reputation? Why do people like you? Why do the people around you like you? Why do your friends come to you? Why do they, you know, why have they stayed with you and been friends with you for years and years and years? What is it about you that, you know, makes them feel comfortable? What is it about your partner that has attracted them to you? You have to know all of these things if you're really going to step into your full USD shoes and so that you can really differ. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Differentiate yourself online. 
and all of those little quirks, your wonderfully weird perks about exactly who you are, all of those things that, you know, and for most of the time you might think, oh, well, like that's probably a bad habit or that's something that I don't really like about myself. But it's like sometimes those things that are really going to make you stand out. You know, the hands thing for me, I, I know how annoying it can be. Sometimes I watch myself, you know, you probably just heard me banging my ring just then. I move my hands so much and I frustrate myself. I can't help it. But again, I've got so much feedback from so many people who've said, stop doing it. I get emails like once a week from people like, like really, really angry about the hand movements. But then I get a lot of people who say the only reason why I'm so attracted to what you do is your passion. And I think that if I weren't to move the hands, the gyrate the hands, as people like to say, the passion wouldn't be there. Like that's how I show my passion. I am not Italian, by the way, and I don't know if that's stereotyping in any kind of way, but I don't know. I just think it's a really Italian thing to do is to move your hands. Oh, mamma mia, I just did like the two fingers and thumb together. <laughs> um, that was also probably really stereotypical. So anyway, sidetracked. But at the end of the day, all of those little quirks that make you you are exactly what is going to make you stand out online. So you really have to work. Do a reputation analysis. Ask all of the people around you, what is it about me that you like? What makes me unique? What do you hate about me? What do you love about me? Ask those questions in a safe space, a non-judgmental space, and spend some time getting to really, really know yourself so you can just show up as that version. And I'm actually making this sound like it's a lot more work than it actually is. You know, really at the end of the day, all you do have to do is just show up and be you. But in terms of standing out, which we're going to talk about next, you have to know those little quirks about you that really, really allow you to just differentiate yourself from everyone else. Which brings me, I love the segues. I've been really good at segueing into the next point. Segue into the next point, which is distinctiveness. So once you've actually really started to come to know specifically who you are, what it is about you that people are attracted to you, you have to find one of those elements, one or more of those elements that are really going to enable you to stand out. There are so many different ways in which you can do this. And it's really hard for me to kind of go deep into this point because it's going to be so incredibly different for everyone because there are just so many characteristics, personality traits, interests that could play into this distinctiveness. Let's go through some examples. So Gary V, obviously Gary Vaynerchuk, I'm a huge fan of his. When we look at his brand, what makes him unique? Yes, obviously he's uber, uber, uber intelligent when it comes to online business. But what really makes him stand out? What makes him distinctive? What's something that I believe that he would play up? Not necessarily play up, but he would know that it makes him stand out and he would make sure that he's utilizing this to his advantage. But I mean, it's his personality. It's his tell it like it is. Fuck you. This is what I believe in. And this is what I'm going to say. Personality. He swears a lot. You know, I've often heard him talk about how he gets rejected from so many keynote opportunities because they say, you know, we can't let you on because we know you're going to swear. And he's like, well, I don't fucking care, <laughs> basically. But it's 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 that real, like, begrudging to, like, everybody around him personality and that angst and anger that comes with his passion and delight that really makes him stand out. I mean, if he just showed up like, you know, all nice and are like, this is what I believe in and, you know, these are the things that I want to talk about, he probably wouldn't be having the impact that he really does. And at the end of the day, that's what made him stand out in the first place. That's why he was, you know, invited to be interviewed on Conan O'Brien because there were all these stiff, crusty old men, you know, analyzing wine, talking about 
the tannins and the regions and he was like this tastes like a boot and he really just differentiated himself because he's of his tell it like it is attitude and to this day he's really utilized that to differentiate himself from everybody else out there all of the other business experts that are out there and that has worked in his favor I'm sure it is his personality I like I don't believe he's faking it in any sense I know that it is his personality but he definitely uses it to distinctify himself against everybody else you know, Tony Robbins, another great example, is he's, okay, so he's height for one thing, he's extreme masculinity, his tonality of his voice, like he, 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 the bigness of him, the big voice, the big passion, the big man, like all of that really helps him to stand out and to differentiate himself from all of the other kind of self-help life coaching gurus that are around there. I mean, there's so many other things that differentiate him, but at the end of the day, when you think of Tony Robbins, you think big mouth, big man, big teeth, big passion, big life, big zest for life, big voice. All of that's all just big, 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 big. And at the end of the day, like it works in his advantage. You really got to find that one, I keep saying one, but it's like probably a multitude of things about you. You've got to find that one thing that really is going to enable you to stand out. Another great thing that you can do if you've got like a a quirky interest or something, maybe you were super, super, super into cats and you know, you just rocked it in the business world. You wanted to be a business coach. You wanted to teach people about marketing. You knew your shit. You just wanted to rock up, but you were super into cats. You could be that crazy cat lady marketer. You know, I don't think anybody else is doing that, but at the end of the day, there's a lot of other crazy cat ladies out there and a lot of them have businesses and you could be the exact person for them. You know, there might be a unique part of your style. You know, Cara Orwell Labor, she has this amazing pink hair. That really is one of the things that differentiates herself because she's basically just like, I'm owning this. I freaking love pink hair. You know, a lot of people tell her that it's not appropriate and whatever. I love the pink hair. I've always wanted pink hair, but my hair's way too dark. And every time I try to get the blonde on it, it goes orange. Side note. <laughs> but um, at the end of the day, like she just rocks that. The champagne, the, you know, the leopard print, all of this stuff. Like it's her personal style that really enables her to be able to stand out. Her lifestyle, the way in which she, you know, dresses, the way she looks, all of that is her distinctiveness. So really, I'm not saying that you need to play up on anything more than it is. I'm not saying that you need to find something and just make it a part of who you are. I'm saying you use your time to really do, you know, as I said, a reputation analysis, some real self-awareness exercises, come to know exactly who it is that you are, what makes you stand out and find that kind of thing that is going to make you really be able to stand out. You know, some people might say to you, oh, I really love your long brown hair. At the end of the day, there's probably thousands of people with long brown hair. That might not be the best thing to choose as the thing that's really going to allow you to distinctify yourself online. Find what makes you different and Use it to stand out. And where are you going to stand out? Dun, dun, dun. Segue into the next pillar. So the next pillar is visibility. All right. So you know what it is that you're going to help people with. You know what it is that you're going to talk about. You know how what you're going to be front of mind for. You know how to get all the information you are starting to consume, immerse, absorb, all of the things you can possibly learn about that's going to help you to increase that knowledge of that specialization. You know who you are, you know how to show up, you know how to share your story, you know how to be different. What do you do with all of this information? You share it with the world. (laughs) So the next pillar is visibility. Like once you have all of these pillars in place, you have to find a platform that really showcases this uniqueness and you need to be there as often as you possibly can. Now, this is probably the thing that 
you know, gets most people's panties in a bunch because it's a lot of freaking work. It really, really is. And when you are just starting out before you have a team, before you have an assistant, before you have a social media marketing manager, before you have like systems built around you and they're run by other people, it's just you. And it's a lot of work to be able to show up that consistently. But those who are doing it are the people that are winning. I know it's a lot of work and I know all of us have every excuse under the sun as to why we can't show up as often as we need to. I've got school, I've got a job, I've got a family, I've got a partner, I've got to clean my house, I've got to wash my dog, I you know, am doing my thesis, I I don't know, I'm traveling, that's probably like, <laughs> that was a terrible example. Whatever your excuse is under the sun, it doesn't matter. The only person that it matters is you. The only person that it matters to is you. You have to just be there. You have to find a platform. You have to find a way somewhere in the online space that you can show up consistently, be yourself, and to share this specialization, to share all of that knowledge that you are learning, that you are immersing yourself in. And what I often talk about is really being where your customers are. But I think even more than being where your customers are, but where being where your target audience is, you have to find a platform that really allows you to showcase exactly who you are. You know, when we're talking about visibility, obviously social media is going to be a huge part of that, but there really needs to be some type of rich content. There needs to be some place that you can really show up and show your expertise. You want to have this profitable personal brand. You want to be someone who's, you know, an ideal candidate for media opportunities, television opportunities, collaborations, um, brand sponsorships. You know, you might have your own business, but you can still be an influencer as well. You want to be a great candidate for that. Then you really have to show off what you've got. You know, it doesn't necessarily need to be academically, um, but you just need to show your skills. You need to show your talent. You need to show off that specialization. And you really need to find a platform that's going to allow you to do that, but be yourself in the process. Now, when it comes to actually choosing a platform, again, outside of social media, the main three that you would really be looking at is either a podcast, some type of video content, or a blog of some sorts. Now, I'm not going to say which is best. I'm not going to be biased. <laughs> um, obviously, blogging is not my forte because I can't write spell and people like to remind me of that all the time. But, but at the end of the day, you know, know your strengths and find the platform that's going to allow you to be you. But a blog, some type of video content, you know, YouTube is a great one. But if that video content is Facebook Live, if that video content is webinars, it doesn't really matter. Just some type of video content or a podcast, a blog, a podcast or video. Yeah. So out of those content rich platforms, you really just have to find a way that you can show up as often as you possibly can. This is going to come down to scheduling. It's going to come down to passion. It's going to come down to your why, but you have to show up as often as you possibly can. The, the, you know, the, the pillar is visibility. You have to be visible. And the main reason for this specifically is if, because you're trying to pursue opportunities, if you're trying to grow a business, it's all about timing. Honestly, it is. You can be as prepared as you freaking want to be, but at the end of the day, timing plays a huge part into your success. The right place at the right time, you know, the right person gets their eyes on your content. You're, you just, you know, meet this customer when they're at the right phase of their buying journey. 
it's the right place at the right time and you've got to constantly be there so that you're not missing those inches, you're not missing those marks and you're not missing those opportunities. And, you know, beyond that even, being front of mind, people these days are really, I'm not going to say forgetful, but they're distracted. You know, and if you're not constantly reminding them like, hey, I'm here, hey, I've got this business, hey, I've got this product, hey, I can come on your TV show and talk about this awesome thing that I know heaps and heaps and heaps about. If you're not there constantly reminding people what you've got to offer, they'll forget and someone else will be there. You know, whoever's in front of their face, as often as they possibly can, building that relationship with them, then they're going to be the front of mind person for that particular specialization. It really is a competitive space. It is a competitive landscape. But if you really want to win, if you want to win with your personal brand, if you want to become known online, if you want the opportunities, the success, the abundance, the travel, the freedom, if you want all of this stuff, you have to associate you showing up as often as you possibly can with all of those goals. I see too many people coming to me saying, my audience isn't growing, my community's not growing, my business isn't growing. And I stalk the F out of them and basically find out that you know, the last video that they put up on YouTube is three and a half months ago and they are not posting regularly on social media unless it's a picture of their breakfast or their cat and they're trying to talk about business. You know, at the end of the day, you've just got to be there. You've got to be there showing off your personal brand, all of those unique edges about you, but most of all, you've got to be showing off your skills and your knowledge and sharing your story. You've got to be visible online. It's so, so important. Find the place that is going to allow you to showcase your skills, your talents, your specialization and who you are and be there as often as you possibly can. And I don't give any examples of how often that should be. I always just say as often as you possibly can. Which brings me to the last pillar, the very, very last pillar, as often as you possibly can. The last pillar is, of course, persistence. Well, I'd like to say, actually, I'd like to change that. I've got written down here persistence, but I would like to say persistence and patience. You know, we cannot show up and be misunderstanding the fact that it takes so much time and effort to really get yourself known online. There is no such thing as an overnight success. You might have just found someone at the height of their success or at the inception of their success, but there is so much work and years and grind and effort behind that in most cases. You just have to be persistent and patient. It might take you a year. It might take you 10 years to really get yourself known online and to really position yourself as a thought leader, a game changer, front of mind for that particular specialization in that particular industry. It might take you 12 months, two years, three years to even start making anything that looks like a sustainable income. But that, at the end of the day, is just the name of the game. It takes time and you have to be tenacious. You have to be persistent and you have to just stick with it. You know, I think the reason why so many of us are so impatient is because of the rise of all of these people that have kind of just gone on to something, whether it be a talent show, whether it be a Big Brother or Geordie Shaw kind of situation and got fame and fortune from basically doing nothing. You know, we've kind of all got this perception that it's kind of just that easy to really get that fame and fortune to get that recognition. But I challenge you to really think about a lot of those people who are, you know, getting fame and fortune from these kind of overnight success situations that because those really are the only examples that I can think of of overnight success. But I challenge you to really look at kind of the where are they now 
now because for the largest percentage of them, they're nowhere. You know, first in, last in, first out, you know, you, you fall as quick as you rise at the end of the day. You want that slow progress, trust me. As I say so many times as well, if someone just showed up to you tomorrow to your house and handed you all of the success that you dream about on a silver platter, A, it would probably go away pretty quickly because you wouldn't know how to handle it. And B, you wouldn't be grateful for it either. You know, the harder the struggle, the greater the reward. It's so important that you are persistent. Do not let yourself quit because you feel like things are taking so long. If you're really, really trying to grow a personal brand, if you're really, really trying to position yourself as a thought leader, if you really want to you know, build a sustainable business that you're, you're able to create an empire from, if you really, really want to do this, if this is in your heart, if, you, if your dreams, you can't think about anything else, if this is really what you want, you have to be persistent. You have to be patient and you just have to stick with it because I ask you, what's the alternative? You know, at the end of the day, you want to be impatient. You want to complain about the fact that your audience is growing, then quit. And I know that sounds really harsh, but really what's the alternative? You either quit or you be patient. You can buy followers, you can, you know, growth hack, you can do all of this stuff, but it's going to mean jack shit, basically. It's not going to get you anywhere. It's not going to get you any opportunities. It won't get you business growth. It won't get you income. It won't get you respect. It's going to do nothing for you. So you really have two options. I'm holding out my hand here and I'm giving two options. It's you either be persistent, you be patient, you show up, you be visible, you be you, you learn, you master your craft, all of the things that we've spoken about here today, or you quit. No complaining, no excuses, there's nothing. Those are the only two options that you have available for you on your pursuit of a profitable, memorable personal brand. So please, I beg of you, though you've been given a desire within your heart, this is where we get sappy, I wish I could put some like violins in right now, but you've been given a desire within your heart, like it wasn't placed upon your neighbor next to you, it wasn't placed upon your mom, your best friend, it was given to you. You know, this desire that you have to share a particular message or to build a particular business or to create a particular product or to have a particular message or start a movement, it was given to you. And you would be doing such an injustice to the world if you were to just say, this is taking too long, I quit. You know, we need you. We need you to just be patient. We need you to be persistent. We need you to understand that divine timing will give you everything you want when you're supposed to have it. But you just got to stick with it. Alrighty, I know that was a little bit harsh, but let us have a little bit of a breather and review what we've spoken about today. So I really, really hope that this gave you some really great insights into really what goes into building a profitable and memorable personal brand. These six core pillars of what it's going to take to really make yourself known, to you know, to position yourself within your industry, to be front of mind for your particular target audience. And to just really create the business and life of your dreams. What is it going to take? So first of all, you really have to specialize in something. There has to be that niche, that genius zone, something that you can be known for. Something that they're going to be able to put a little title under your name when you're on the Today Show one time. Then that leadership, you've got to immerse yourself, master that skill, dedicate your time to learning everything you can. You've just got to obsess about it so that you can lead people, so that you can create results for people, so that you can educate people, so that you can move people forward. Because when you move people forward, that's when they buy into your message. That's when they buy into your brand. You know, they can like you because you're a good person, but they will love you when you do something for them. Really, really obsess please please just obsess (laughs) 
Personality, it's a huge one as well. You have to be able to be show up and just be the US version of you. You have to be so freaking authentic that it's not even funny. It's so exhausting trying to be something that you're not. And at the end of the day, you slip up, you lose that integrity, you lose that trust, and it's you will fall so flat and fast onto your face, you know, because people aren't dumb. They know when you're not being yourself. They can feel it. They can sense it, particularly with video podcasts and things like that. If you're not just being the newest you that you possibly can, that hysterical laughing, you know, whatever you're doing person, people will feel it and they will attract so quickly. They'll be magnetized to you when you're really showing up as your authentic self. Then find that thing that's going to differentiate you from everyone else. Of the US version of you, what are the things that you can really use to your advantage to stand out? You know, really build your brand, build your presence around those personality traits, those characteristics, those interests, those skills, those opinions that really make you different from everybody else who's doing the same thing that you were doing. Then you want to find a place that you can show up as often as you possibly can, that visibility factor. It's really, really important that you are showing up regularly to be front of mind for people, to be in the firing line for those opportunities when they do come around. And finally, just be persistent, be patient. Those opportunities will come. I promise you, like I I promise on my life that if you did this over and over again, day in and day out, eventually something would happen. The one, number one reason why people fail in this space, you know, putting their personal brand out there, particularly being a service-based entrepreneur, all this stuff, the number one reason is they give up too early, is that they quit. You know, even if you lost every cent that you had to your name, even if you were bankrupt, there's still a way. There's always still a way. You've just got to be persistent and be patient and it will come. All right. That is it from me. I am so excited to leave you with this episode. I really hope that it was super, super valuable for you. I cannot wait to chat with you, some of you on social media about how this has impacted your personal brand and what you've taken away and implemented into your own mission and into your journey. So please do not forget to reach out to me on social media at Erin May Henry on all of the socials. I love to connect with you and talk about what you got out of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. And I I will see you in the next episode. So that is it, my dear friend, for today's episode. I really, really hope that it was valuable to you. I really hope that you got some information that you can take away to really start growing a profitable and memorable personal brand and just show up for life being unapologetically yourself. I would be super, super grateful if you could take just a couple of moments of your time to leave me a review on iTunes and subscribe to the podcast if you have not already. I really appreciate you listening today. Thank you so much and I will see you in the next episode.